This is Jennifer of Cell United reporting to you on all things drones. Today in drone news from The Guardian, Alex Hearn. September 22nd, 2015. Every year in Las Vegas, thousands of security researchers, penetration testers, and infosec experts congregate at the hacker conference DEFCON to share security tips, show off newly discovered vulnerabilities, and generally deliver really bad news to the rest of the world. Because if you're a researcher who's managed to hack something that you really shouldn't be able to hack, DEFCON is a place to show it off. And this year, the 23rd in the conference's history was no different. Hackers showed off ways to penetrate drones, skateboards, and even brains. Sort of. But the important thing is that they haven't yet worked out how to hack that unsettling sense of impending doom you're feeling right now. Nope, that's all natural. Skateboards. Electric skateboards are great fun, but thankfully they're not yet a crucial part of the modern city's transmit infrastructure, which is for the best, given that at least one brand's skateboards can be remotely hijacked, giving the attacker complete control of the motorized board using just a Bluetooth connection. The hack was discovered by Ryko Healy, a security researcher for payments company Stripe, and Mike Ryan, a researcher at eBay. Following an error in Healy's board, which saw it screech to a halt after interference jammed the connection between the handheld Bluetooth controller and the board's motor. The attack mimics the interference, blocking the connection between the real controller and allowing the pair to stop a board or even send it flying in reverse. Healy told Wired, quote, it's easy to point to this and say, oh, it's just a skateboard, but for people who are buying these boards and commuting on them every day, there is a risk obviously associated with that. We explicitly did this research in order to make these devices safer. End quote. Drones. The Parrot AR 2.0 drone is one of the most popular models of recreational drones on the market. The small quadcopter can be flown manually or using GPS coordinates and is outfitted with a camera on the front that beams video and still images to the user's smartphone. All of that is done over Wi-Fi, which introduces the point of attack, according to security researcher Michael Robinson. Robinson's talk titled, Knocking My Neighbor's Kid's Drone Offline, focused on the privacy reasons for wanting to take down a drone. The devices, which are largely unregulated in the U.S. and U.K., are the perfect voyeur's tool, a mobile wireless spy cam. And Robinson highlighted more concerning developments, too, such as police drones used to control crowds at protests and the already infamous handgun drone demonstrated in July this year. So how do you hack a drone? It's fairly simple, Robinson says. Disrupt the Wi-Fi and seize control of the connection. Disrupt the GPS that the drone uses to steer and convince it that it's in the wrong place. Or induce a magnetic field to disrupt the gyroscopes it uses to stay stable. Do any of these and the drone isn't staying aloft for very long. Cars. The big one. In July, security researchers Charlie Miller and Chris Valasek demonstrated their new hack to Wired reporter Annie Greenberg, remotely seizing control of the Jeep he was driving and cutting the accelerator on the highway. The hack was serious enough that three days later, Fiat Chrysler recalled 1.4 million vehicles and updated the software to patch the vulnerability. 
On Saturday, the pair demonstrated the technical details behind the hack in a talk entitled "Remote Exploitation of Unaltered Passenger Vehicle." It may not sound like the catchiest name, but at DefCon, there is a sort of prestige in having a vulnerability serious enough that you don't need to dress it up, and hacking cars definitely counts. Demonstrating how to hack a car may appear irresponsible. But it's in line with the hacker ethos, which says the more people know about a vulnerability, the more it's likely to get fixed, and the less likely it's happening again. Of course, that's too late for Chrysler, which is now facing a class action lawsuit for their failure to protect their cars, cars again, and garages too. But maybe you don't need to remotely hack a car. Maybe you just want to steal yourself a nice pair of wheels. If that's the case, DefCon has you covered. Researcher Sammy Kamkar demonstrated the Roll Jam, a small device which can be made for thirty bucks and breaks the security on wireless locks of the sort used in cars and garage openers. It used to be that wireless keys used a unique security code to unlock cars, but canny thieves soon realized that all they had to do was wait around. Steal the code and then use it to unlock the car. So now cars are unlocked with a rolling code. The key generates a new code every time, and the car remembers previously used codes, ensuring they can't be used again. The roll jam works by making sure that the car never hears the code in the first place. It blocks the signal and then uses second radio to record itself. The car fails to open, so the user presses the key fob a second time, and everything looks normal. They shrug it off, get in, and drive away, not realizing that now the attacker can unlock their car at will. And while the stolen code only works once, it's small enough to secrete away somewhere, letting it steal codes time and time again, ensuring it always works. Your brain. Well, not quite. There were talks at DefCon on hacking the human brain, which author Richard Time discussed the latest research in biohacking. But the real meat was Ryan Castellucci's demonstration of brain flare failure. I think I just had one—a tool for hacking and stealing money direct from Bitcoin users' brains. The cracker was designed to break into what's known as brain wallet, a method for generating a memorizable Bitcoin wallet that lets you use and store the digital currency without ever having to write down a password. The motivation is similar to that of people who refuse to use password managers, instead choosing to memorize their passwords because their memory can't be stolen. The problem is that the security used by Bitcoin is much, much stronger than a typical password, making it all but impossible to memorize a normal 256-bit private key. Brain wallets theoretically make that easier, offering repeatable method for generating the private key from a memorizable phrase. In other words, memorize a phrase to be or not to be. That is the question, and you could use that as your key. Unfortunately, as Castellucci demonstrated, the way the key is generated from the phrase is incredibly easy to do fast, really fast, like trying 100 billion different phrases a second fast. That, combined with a strong corpus of published work, means even the most secure passphrases could be guessed scarily quickly. 
It's so good, in fact, that Castellucci accidentally stole 250 bitcoins from one hapless brain wallet user just testing the software. This is Jennifer of Cell United reporting to you on all things drones and reminding you to always recycle your obsolete drones. Visit CellUnited.com Thank you.